Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Sisternino back here with our Survivor preseason interview series where we are hearing what the Survivors were saying in their most private moments before they went into Survivor 35 with this man, Josh Wiggler. Josh, how are you? I am doing all right. Private moments indeed. And look at us just airing all of those secrets on the internet. Bad people. Bad people over here. Okay. Well, I'm very excited to get into this. And uh, Josh, I can't say it enough how much I've been enjoying all of your coverage this month. That uh, A little inside baseball. It's been a minute since you and I recorded uh, the last one of these. And since then, I have listened to uh, all of the latest edition of First One Out and and a really fun uh, look at the Healers tribe in that episode. Great job yeah. uh, by you and then uh, Taryn back at the editing console. Oh, my God. Taryn is crushing it on the edit. There's a few moments in uh, in episode three in the Healers episode that really put a huge smile on my face. Uh, the stretch from, I think it's 1440 to 1540. I'm only giving it the time code in case no one's listened to it yet and you're, you don't want to be spoiled on it. I, I think that's my favorite stretch of the whole podcast so far. And that is largely due to the timing on the music. And that's all Taryn. Uh, great stuff. The next times on are really fun, too. And those are all Taryn. Uh, can't give that guy enough props. He's, he's really crushing it on Foo. Okay, so let's talk about some of the people that are going to be hopefully crushing it on season 35 of Survivor, which uh, we are less than two weeks away, if you can believe it, Josh. Who are we going to be hearing from in this episode? All right. So I think I said last time that this episode of the podcast is going to close the book on day negative zero or day negative negative one, rather day negative one. uh, And then we're going to launch into day zero. So all of these interviews were done across two different days of interviews. So we are closing out day negative one. The final interview of that day was Chrissy Hoffbeck of the Heroes Tribe, the actual actuary as I have been calling her. Uh, She is a member of the Heroes Tribe, and she will be the first person we hear from in this podcast. And then we'll hear from Dr. Mike, uh, the first person you hear from in the third episode of First One Out, the first healer that you hear from in that episode, the urologist Dr. Mike. He is a character. He is a character. They're both characters. Uh, I think that uh, there's a a lot of people on the Survivor crew when I was interviewing them ahead of those uh, first three days who were really super high on Chrissy as a player. And then I think everybody was really, really high on Mike as a character, at least Uh, both of whom are day one survivor fans. These guys love the show have loved it since the beginning. I think Mike only applied shortly before he got onto the show, but Chrissy had been applying since basically the very beginning. I think she didn't apply for season two and otherwise she was applying straight through. So these are not recruits. These two people are very much fans from day one. Okay, so let's get the ball rolling and let's hear from Chrissy. Anything else you want to set up, Josh? Anything else from Chrissy? No, she's somebody who has been hyped up as uh, as one of the smartest to play, just in terms of her IQ. So she's coming into this with, uh, with a big reputation for her intelligence. Uh, she is the mother of three, I believe. She walked away from a very big job in order to play Survivor. So lots of sacrifices made 
made along the way in order to play. And then just as a, a production note, again, I haven't listened to these since we've uh, since since I recorded them. I haven't listened to the RHAP sections because I want to be surprised, too. Uh, but my memory of it, certainly it's not just a, a faulty memory. This is how it actually happened was Chrissy and I were sitting down for our interview. And when we got through the section where I'm asking everybody about their fellow castmates, we had to stop the interview because it was time for the cast shoot. It was time for the photo shoot. So our interview was actually done across two different sessions. So what you're going to hear from Chrissy is she has just come back from shooting the cast photo. And if I'm remembering right, I think she talks about it a little bit. Uh, so hopefully I'm, I'm billing that correctly. But I know that it at least took place right after the photo shoot. Okay, this is Chrissy Hoffback, 46-year-old from Lebanon Township, New Jersey. Here's Chrissy. Okay, so you're new to podcasting. I am new to podcasting. So this is this is uh, this is going to be great. Uh, have you heard of Rob has a podcast? Yes, by I any have. Chance? Except I have no idea how to access it or what it. Have you ever means, listened to an episode but I before? Do, no. Okay. I'm going to listen to my to episode one. first. Oh gosh. Okay. <laughs> so you're going to start with yourself. So we're going to have an RHAP episode for you. Do you know who Rob Sesternino is? Yes. Yes. Of course. Who Previous is he? player of Survivor. Okay, that's vague enough. Okay. It's specific, but also he's not really Boston not. Rob. I know that. That's Rob. Mariano. That's right. Okay, yes. pretty good, pretty good. Okay. okay, so RHAP, as you know, Survivor Podcast, yes. happens multiple times a week during the Survivor season. If you're a Survivor fan and you're super obsessed, this is the place for you. So you're going to love it. Okay, you're awesome. Gonna, you're going to be a fan. So let's start with, why are you on Survivor? Oh, please. It's the dream of a lifetime. The greatest game ever created. Uh, it's it's seriously my life dream. You've wanted to be on the show for a while. I have been applying to this show for 16 straight years. That's cr- every, No, not, not straight years. Year. That's actually not true, because okay. I did have to take a Survivor break. I had to break up with Survivor for a little while. Why? Because they were not picking me to be on their show. Oh, so you're so mad. So then I applied to Amazing Race for a few years, but that didn't work out either. So then I went back to Survivor. When did you come back? When was the break? Uh, I came back in uh, 2013, maybe, or 14. Okay. Something like that. Sounds good. Um, who are you going to try to play like? A past Survivor whose game you would like to emulate out Okay. Here. So there's no one Survivor. There are characteristics of various Survivors Let's hear them. that Let's I get really it. like. Okay. So I think... Uh, okay. They all had fatal flaws, though. So, you know, I'm going to put so all their best So you're just saying the good together. stuff and then okay. removing all of the yeah. bad stuff. Okay. So one thing that I really liked about Spencer was when the chips were down, that guy never gave up. Like, he always was looking for cracks. And that is definitely the kind of person I am. I'm never going to roll over and die okay. if I hear that, that my name is out there. Um, I also really, the one thing I really liked about Ty is that he is this just loving creature, right? He comes out and he loves everybody. And I think that's how I'm going to be. But when... The time came to not give the idol to Scott, and he had to just be a dick. He just was. And so I, I think that there's a little bit of that in me also. So you would be the person who says, no, Scott Pollard, I'm sorry. 100%. No idol for you. And not feel bad about it. Yeah. 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 So you're a spencer tie hybrid? A Spencer Tybrid? Uh, uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> Interesting. I'm a, yes. Cool. Hi, sir. I like <laughs> I love it. Uh, least favorite survivor. Who is your least favorite survivor uh, okay. of all Okay. I time? seriously can't stand anybody who gets on this show and just does nothing. Okay. So, uh, oh, wait. Uh... Honestly, now that I'm watching Game Changers, it might have to be Sandra because if I hear her say I am the queen one more time, I'm going to throw my TV out the window. Oh, no, so you're not a Sandra uh, fan. I'm not a Sandra Were fan. Were you beforehand or is this a recent N- development? No, I just, I don't know. I don't get into that bullying type of, of play, game play. I don't know. You didn't like the sugar stealing? 
Well, that was a little bit funny. <laughs> I just don't like that she walks around saying, I am the queen. I am the queen. So I just, that's just, oh. So you're not going to be going oh, around please, anointing so yourself as royal. Hold up. I mean, uh, is, is that Sandra? That she's going around calling herself the queen. And bullying. I mean, yeah, that's Sandra. The bullying, I don't know. I don't know that I'm using the big B word towards uh, yeah. towards Queen Sandra. But man, running tally at this point, who is just like poo-pooing all over Sandra Diaz twine? I'm sure somebody's keeping uh, keeping track of this because no, not great, not great. You guys also went to go and film this like at the height of, you know, Sandra pre-merge uh, being a focal point of Game Changers. Right. That was the last episode they saw. They uh, they all watched the Sandra exit episode, and that was the final episode of Survivor they saw before they played themselves. So Sandra is very much on the mind. But I don't know. You walk away from that episode, and I feel like you're saluting Sandra. You're not giving her like the 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 middle fingered salute. Hopefully. I don't mm-hmm. know. Not not a great look. If you're if you're thumbs down on Sandra as like your least favorite survivor ever, ugh, not my favorite. Look. And if anyone like else on this island anoints themselves as royalty, I'm going to do everything I can to get rid of them. Okay, as soon as no possible. royalty. So it's no a no royalty, royalty regime here. Uh, how do you plan to start? As in, it's day one. Yeah. You get your feet on the beach. You know, survivors ready to go. You're back at your camp and everything. How do you want that first day to play? If it's a perfect world. Work hard. Do not be a leader. Okay. Do as you're told. Walk around. Be present. You know, don't go off on your own. Um, but I think that it would be um, nice to, to to be a part of the crowd without being a leader of the crowd. Cool. Um, are you going to spend time looking for idols? How much time? Okay. So that depends on how the game plays out. So I absolutely will not start out looking for idols on day one or day two or day three because I think that puts a target on your back all of a sudden. I think in the beginning you have to enter it at least vocalizing that it's a Wii game, not a me game. Um, not I, a Nintendo Wii game. Sorry. Yes. That was a very... No, that, that was good. Said. I didn't understand it though. That one I got... <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> really just... Uh, Firmly in the demographic. So you're, you would you would go looking for idols, but eventually, not early. Eventually, I would go looking for idols, but not early on. Okay. And I don't think that I would try to not um, obviously go looking for idols. Yeah. But I think that I do have to look for an idol. I mean, it's Survivor, yeah. right? You have to go look for an idol. All right. So one of these questions is, how much Survivor have you seen? And I, I think feel I've like the seen answer every, is a lot. every season. Every single season. I think every single season. So I did take a break in the middle, but I went back and rewatched old seasons. And there are seasons that I watched several times. Really? So you're a multiple admit. rewatcher? I will admit, yes. But uh, but uh, some of that came about when I got on this show and I thought, I better go back and study my old Survivor. Um, Which seasons did you go back and check out? Probably everything on Hulu. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Except that's for a Borneo. Lot. I didn't rewatch Borneo. That's right, They've got that. I mean, that that's Borneo, not even the game anymore. It's a different show. Um, so, uh, you know, obviously the newer seasons are more relevant because the game has changed so much. You know, how far can you even go back? But I did think it was interesting to go back even and watch the last Fiji, the, the original Fiji, sorry, yeah. I should say, which was 14, just because that was the haves versus the have-nots. So I was like, oh yeah, let's watch that one again. Yeah. You know, which so. is your favorite season? Do you have a favorite season of Survivor? Um, Yes. I really liked season 25. Season 25. When Dr. Denise won. You love Denise. Well, you know what? I really enjoyed watching Lisa. I know that's an 
I don't think that's super it, it, unpopular. It, I think, it, if anything, I feel like the tide is turning. So I love the fact that she was a 49-year-old woman who put herself out there into a totally uncomfortable situation and just embraced it fully. And what I loved about her in that season is when they did the challenges and every time somebody had to sit out, it was Abby Marie. Yeah. And it was always Lisa who was like out there killing it in the challenges. And I'm sorry, if I can go in at 46 and be that person who might, you know, my tribe wants me in the challenge and they want the like the young hot girl to not be in the challenge that would be so awesome for me yeah um but i just i really i loved um penner in that season penner <laughs> did lisa welchel kill it in the challenges also i don't remember her killing it in the challenge i don't remember her being abysmal either but the tide has started to turn a little bit on lisa you and i were high on her in uh, the evolution of strategy yeah, higher than we were in the first higher summer. higher turning turning yes Kent, right? Yeah. The, uh, Jeff Kent, Jeff the Kent, baseball right. player. He was awesome. Like, what were your he was thoughts? out before his time. What are your thoughts on Carter? Do you remember Carter? Um, <laughs> Carter was very quiet. <laughs> no one remembers Carter. He it was, was basically a trick question. Quiet. I do remember Carter. He didn't say much, but I think at the finale show, Jeff said, gosh, you were so talkative and wonderful when we met you, and then you shut down on the island. Did they say that at they the finale? Did. Oh, man, that's salt in the wounds. They did. Oh, poor Carter. So, um, yes, lack of food and, you know. Are you a Malcolm fan? Oh, I'm such a Malcolm fan. I actually spent all of last week's episode of Game Changers saying to my family, there's Malcolm. I love Malcolm so much. I hope Malcolm wins. I hope Malcolm wins. And then Malcolm was voted out. I'm a huge Malcolm fan. Absolutely not an Aussie fan. Not an Aussie fan. How come? I think that Ozzy is extremely egotistical, and the season that he played with Cochran, I thought he was really mean to him. Yeah. He was really mean to him for no reason. He just always reminds people how awesome he is, and I don't I don't get into that. Yeah. Like, everybody's awesome in their own way. Yeah. So No bullying. Anti-bullying no. here on No. Survivor. Can we just be... Yeah. No. And get, No. Get out of there. You can bully if it has to do with the game. Sure. Like... You know, you asshole give me that idol. Yeah. It's fine. Oh, that's a. I've, I don't think anyone's tried that approach. <gasps> sorry. Well, no, I'm no, not no. Sure. Nothing about the language. The language okay. is fine. Uh, I just don't think anyone has ever said, yo, give me that. Well, Except, no, I mean, I guess I'm not saying I'll that. try that approach. I'm just saying if I heard It'd that, I would not consider that. It'd be fun bullying. to watch. Um, the sneakiest thing that you would be willing to do. What is oh, that? Oh, the sneakiest thing I would be willing to do. Really, seriously. I would do anything sneaky. I would go through someone's stuff. Okay. For sure. I would lie to someone to their face. Come on, it's Survivor. Can you swear on anything, or are there lines in that regard? I think I probably... Oh. <sighs> Could I swear on anything? I don't know. I might be able to swear on anything. Yeah. I don't really believe in that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really believe in that. Yeah. It would be difficult. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Okay, cool. Um, what are other players going to dislike about you? Is there something about you that you know, like, ah, this might needle somebody the wrong oh, way? Oh, yeah. I am a very touchy person. I like to, you know, touch backs, and do, I, I got to keep my hands off people. Um, You're handsy. I'm very handsy. Not Russell Hansy, but no, handsy. No, yes. And um, I really need to not be a mother. Okay. I need to mind my own business. This is something you're trying to resist. Yeah. I saw a girl out there getting sunburned, and I, my original thing would say, oh, here, honey, take some sunblock. And my second thought was, you burn, baby burn. <laughs> so so. It's, you're trying to find that yes, line. Yes, yes. Okay, cool. Uh, then the final question for okay, you. Okay, and my nerdy mom remarks. Your nerdy mom remarks. Oh, wait, I need, some, I need some examples of a nerdy mom remark. So we were down there just now at the cast photo, and somebody said something about... Like how crazy it was, and I was like, I feel like such a dork. And the minute that the word dork came out of my mouth, I was like, Oh my god, I just aged myself I like two no, years. I use the word dork every once oh, in really? a while. Oh really? That's okay. I, I think dork is back. 
Okay. I think, I think Dorcas returned. It was returned. like reverse chic? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think we're back Good. with Dorcas. Okay, he right, saved me now. Final question okay. on the board is pretty straightforward. Why should people pick you to be their winner this season? Why are you going to be the person who wins Survivor and people are going to be correct if they pick you? Because I absolutely am going to be the person who wins Survivor. Um, because I think it's been a long time since it, an older woman has won this game. And I think they put me in this game for a reason because they know that I can pull it off. Nice. So Very confident. Yeah. Very, very confident. Good stuff. Well, I'm excited that you now know what podcasts are. Me too. I'm excited to listen to my own podcast. It's going to be great. You're going to get hooked. You're I'm gonna... excited to listen to the others and hear what they had to say about me. Too. There's, It's definitely going to be a thing. So you'll have a lot to listen to. It's going to be very good. Excellent. Okay. There you All go, right. Josh. Chris, Chrissy Hoffick. The other thing about Chrissy that she didn't mention on here, but she does mention it in First One Out, is that she is going to be lying about her age. age. Chris, Chrissy is 46, and she is going to enter the game saying that she is 39 years old. Yeah. Does that change anything? Is it 46 versus 39? Well, I think that she doesn't want to have the mom stereotype. Yeah. Uh, I think she wants to try and sidestep that as much as she can. But if you read the THR article about Chrissy and all of the THR articles have sections where the other castaways are weighing in on the castaway who's being featured in the article, just about everybody called her the mom. So I think no matter what what she's doing there, like that seems like that's a that's going to be a hard notion to shake. Yeah, that's fine. You can be the mom. It's not necessarily about what you look like or how old you are. It's about your attitude. And I think if you come across as a nurturer, I think that paints you into a corner but you know like her hero uh denise i I think that she could potentially be able to sidestep that i think if you are not letting people or be or not being motherly to the other players uh did you like her remark about wanting to just like let people have sunburns even though like it's against all her instincts it was was uh very targaryen-ish of her (laughs) yeah so. Burn, baby, Dracaris. Yes, Dracaris. <laughs> Dorcaris. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I don't mean to insult my friend Aris. Oh, uh, no, he's not a dork. Yeah. So, unless it's uh, in, in a good way now, if it's come back. Yeah, d- dorks are back. Dorks Hashtag are dork is back. Uh, Should have gone yeah. with. So, uh, for me... You know, I'm a little bit worried about Chrissy, not so much with the mom thing, but she seems to not get along well with these strong personalities where if she, you know, finds the Aussies of the world repugnant and the Sandra bullying and and I'm the queen, you need to be able to sort of identify these big egos and say, okay, I can identify that. You don't have to agree with it. You don't have to kowtow to them. But if it's something that's just going to drive you crazy, I feel like that that's not a formula for success. Uh, no, it's interesting. I mean, look, I love hearing from people who say, like, if you're if you're saying that, like, personal attacks and that form of bullying has no place on Survivor, I'm going to be pretty happy with that response because I completely, totally agree. But the fact of the matter is that there are people who play this game that are rougher around the edges that really don't give much of a crap about that kind of thing. And you have to find some way to at least put up with them and coexist with them until you get a chance to, to cut their throat. Uh, so, 
whether or not she can do that, whether or not she finds herself in a situation like that, I guess we'll we'll have to wait and see. Um, but I don't know. I think you know she's she's clearly very intelligent. I think that she's pretty social. Uh, she's a fun person to mm-hmm. talk to, just from my experience. So uh, walking away from the interview, I I liked Chrissy quite a bit. Yeah. Overall, I think she's in a good spot as part of the heroes group. I feel like that they are going to be in a good situation where they're going to win challenges early on or certainly not be in last place in challenges. And I think that she's going to work hard around the camp. I mean, I don't think that there's anything that's disagreeable about her. So I feel like that she's going to be around for a bit. And then, uh, you know, I would like to see her not get tripped up with the wait. How? old did you say you were again and right, wait, how right. old are your kids what it's, you know i think it's there's just like for every time you tell like seemingly like a white lie you know now you have to change every other part of your life what year did you graduate again you know it's so many different things that you have to stay on top of i just don't think that the juice is worth the squeeze on that i agree i think uh, a lie like that is a fairly significant lie you know you're shaving years of your life off uh in order to essentially play a younger avatar of yourself uh and i think that that's i i think that the risk outweighs the reward on something like that i do think it's something that you can get tripped up on and then if you get caught in that lie what else are you lying about that feels like a significant lie so yeah i think just as a rule i think you and i would agree that that's probably it's probably a, a you don't want to lie that big going into the game. You often say, Rob, that Survivor will reveal who you are. Yes. Uh, so you know, be careful. It's be careful truth with that serum. Kind of thing. Yes. 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 Strips you away of all your trappings and reveals you to be the person that you uh, truly are. That's a good segue to Dr. Mike Zahalski, <laughs> who also will strip you down and reveal you to who you truly yes, are yes. in his work as a urologist. Okay, so I will place Chrissy in the pantheon of power rankings uh, after we talk to Dr. Mike. But before we get to that, let me talk about our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. And those are friends over at Beachbody On Demand. And if you want to look your best when you are stripped down to just yourself, you should check out Beachbody On Demand. Now, Josh, you've known me for a long time. Have you known me to be an exerciser? You might want me to say no, but I have known you to be an exerciser. I feel like you're very body conscious. Well, yeah, <laughs> a lot of body issues. And then <laughs> for a long time, I was doing nothing about them. Uh, but then uh, this past year for my New Year's resolution, I got started using Beach Body On Demand. And I really love it because I procrastinate all of these different reasons to go to the gym. But with Beach Body On Demand, I have no excuses. I go out there every morning and if you can just hustle for 30 minutes a day there is a beach body on demand program for you over 600 different workouts whatever your fitness level is we've got a free trial offer for the listeners of rob as a podcast if you want to try out beach body on demand you could just text the word rob to 303030 and get your free trial of beach body on demand beach body on demand is a online fitness streaming service that gives you unlimited access to a wide variety of highly effective world-class workouts personalized to meet your needs you 
can do all of the exercises with as little as just resistance bands. You could add dumbbells to some of the resistance training. It's great to take on the road and it's very easy to do almost anywhere you go. So go ahead and give it a shot. It's a brand new service, but there's already 1 million members and counting on Beachbody On Demand. So if you have a big event coming up, Try it out with this free trial membership. Rob has a podcast. Listeners just need to text the word Rob to 303030 to get full access to the entire platform for free of Beachbody On Demand. All right. Now, Mike uh, was doing some training to get ready for his highly anticipated uh, Survivor debut. What was he working on, Josh? Dr. Mike was working on everything except for camping uh <laughs> dr mike who who said to me during the first one out interview that he he prepared for survivor the same way he's prepared for any other major event in his life and he's a very accomplished man valedictorian of his high school class went to brown got some awesome science phd yada 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 awesome things there i don't know i'm not a smart man so i can't recite all of his uh, his many successes but the man didn't go camping he didn't prepare by going camping at all. I was surprised by that, but he did, did prepare by throwing beanbags into trash cans and having people come over to train him how to how to dive or at least not belly flop into the water. So he did a lot of physical prep, but he did no camping prep. Uh, so he, you know, hope, hopefully that first night worked out for him. Hopefully everything was okay there. But Dr. Mike, he, alongside, I would say Ryan Ulrich, I don't think either of them would be offended by the notion that they are probably the two least intimidating dudes on the cast. Uh, it is a very, very buff cast for the men, certainly. And Mike and Ryan, maybe not in that pantheon. They make up for it in other ways. Dr. Mike, big fan of Survivor. Huge Game of Thrones nerd as well. Like the first five minutes of our interview on First One Out is about Game of Thrones. Uh, so he is uh, he's my kind of people. I think that this is a very funny guy. Uh, and we'll see how that translates to success out there on Survivor. You talk about that in First went out how he's such a big uh, Game of Thrones fan, but then you bring up Two Truths and a Lie, and he says that he's never heard of it when Tyrion ends up playing that with Bronn and Shay in the first season of Game of Thrones. Spoiler alert. Wow. Oh, my God. So I can't believe you spoiled that major moment (laughs) from Game of Thrones for all these people who haven't watched Game of Thrones yet. Just just livid about that. Uh, But yeah, no, maybe he was... He's more of a book guy, maybe more of a of a book fan. I can't. I don't think that that was a book scene. No, I don't think it's, so. It's been a minute. It's okay. been a minute. All right. So, anything else you want to set up about Doctor Mike, the forty three year old urologist from Parkland, Florida? No, Doctor Mike can speak for himself. He's got a lot on his mind. Let's hear it from him. Mike, do you know what Rob has a podcast? Is are you familiar? Yeah, I actually have it downloaded on my phone. Okay, uh, so you are now officially on Rob has a podcast. You ready to do this? I'm ready. All right, let's hop into it. Uh, Why are you on Survivor, Mike? To win. To win. Straight up, just simple. I am here. It is the American dream to be on Survivor. It is the biggest award show on television. It is bigger than a Nobel Prize. It is bigger than the Oscars. It is bigger than the Emmys. Everybody knows who won Survivor. Who won those things last year? No one can tell me. Uh, Hold up. Uh, I mean, (laughs) mean, you're preaching to the choir, Mike, but uh, yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, pull someone off the street. I do think you'll probably at least get like the uh, the Oscar winners uh, more readily than <laughs> and Survivor. You got to encounter some smart peeps for the Nobels, but we'll see. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, certainly, you he know, gets, he gets he gets Nobel from you for that take. <laughs> I, I don't know that the Oscars, uh, you know, can you know the Oscars can be a little bougie. Emmys are tough to know. Uh, you might get more yeah. people that know the Survivor winners than the Emmy winners. We'll see. I don't know. We should try it. That's a podcast in the future. Yeah. Who will you try to play like? Anyone from Survivor history that you'd like to emulate as you come out here? I think season Rob won, it was like a master class in how to win. Boston Rob, not Bo- this Rob. Right. Boston. With apologies to this Rob. Boston Rob won. We, uh, it was like a master class in how to win Survivor. That being said, I really admire Michaela because she's so strong and ferocious as well. And... If I can play like the two of them, but the reality is, you know, there's Yule, who no one ever talks about, but he was the smart guy that won. So hopefully I'm just playing like him. Cool. Um, who's your least favorite survivor ever across all of the seasons? Do you have one that you just can't stand? Least favorite person that played? Yeah. The guy that said he had appendicitis and got out? Colton. Colton. And the thing is, you know, I've read a lot of blogs and stuff like that, and there's a question about on that season whether or not things were not showed that would have made people feel differently about how mean he was being to everybody. But at the end of the day, the next season, he quit. Yeah. Right? You can't quit Survivor. Thousands of people apply. Millions of people want to be on the show. If they allow you to play, then play until your torch gets snuffed. Or doesn't. How do you plan to start? Day one, you get your feet on the beach, the game is on, you're with your tribe. How does your ideal day one go? My ideal day one is that I'm going out gathering wood and happen to find the immunity idol. But because I don't know how to make shelter, I can't make fire without flint. And But I am a hard worker. When I look around at people and I say, like, my one of my mantras is, if not me, who? Right? Whether it's, you know, there are dishes on the table or dishes in the sink, right? Like, who's going to clean them, right? If, who should I expect to clean them if I'm not cleaning them, right? So I am a very hard worker and I think that will pay off. We'll just have to, you know, that's my day one. As far as gameplay day one, it's let people see the emotional side of me. I'm like the older, least fit guy out here, right? Let them see that I'm freaked out. Clearly, I'm not a camper. Let them feel like this guy is emotionally vulnerable. I'm not emotionally vulnerable, but let them think I am. So that way I'll bond with them. Cool. Um, Well, you just talked about idols a little bit. Are you going to spend a lot of time looking for idols? I'm a urologist. And so, I mean, despite the fact they specialize in sexual dysfunction. Is that where they hide the idols this season? (laughs) In the penises? (laughs) Hold up. What is my problem? All right. It was really early in the day. Uh, It's probably like seven in the morning at this point. It's going to be a really long day of interviews. And uh, I don't know. I have no excuse beyond that. That was inappropriate. Inappropriate. I don't even think that that's biologically possible, what you're suggesting. (laughs) That is not the orifice I would have suggested. If it's a catheter size. Oh, boy. If they're very... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you got a yellow uh, card, Wiggler. Already in this wow, podcast. Wow. An appropriate, appropriate <laughs> color. Appropriate color. They don't hide them in the penises, but I wake up at night to pee. <laughs> okay. And so the plan is that when I wake up at night to pee, I uh, 
I go, they say I'm a urologist with a urology problem, or my wife does because I pee a lot. Yeah. And uh, so then I'm going to go find the idol. So when everybody else is sleeping, I usually sleep four to five hours a night. That's not going to change out here, and I'm not going to just sit out there in the tent, or I'm sorry, in the hut. Hopefully we have a hut. All right. Doing nothing. I'm going to be wandering around trying to find that idol in the dark with hopefully a stick. <laughs> cool. Um, how much Survivor have you seen? I feel like I know the answer to this one already. You've seen a lot. Yeah, almost all of it. Yeah. If, yeah, it's a... Uh, you know, I only just discovered that CBS.com has every episode of every season. I assure you that the first season, which I was not able to watch, will be watched before... This season airs. <laughs> so you'll come back home and you'll be binge watching Survivor again. Absolutely. You don't think you'll be sick of it? No. No. How could I be? Cool. Especially when I know I'm going to be the winner. There you go. Absolutely. What was the best advice you received before you came out here from anybody, anyone in your life? <laughs> the, it was, I was impressed with Jeff Probst because after talking to me for five minutes, he told me the word wait. Always remember, why am I talking? Just like my wife tells me, I have verbal diarrhea. Let the other people speak. I'll speak enough. I'll have my opportunity, but they will implode. They will destroy themselves by just speaking. And then, what are other players going to dislike about you? Is there something about yourself that you know this might rub people wrong? I'm the guy that walks into a room. And when I walk into that room, when I, when I leave, everybody knows who I am, for good or for bad. Right? People either like me or they don't like me. And I don't know why. So there are definitely going to be people here that don't like me. Like actively don't like me. They're going to think I'm annoying. Right? It is what it is. I probably am annoying to some people. But I can't help it. Right? But that's what they're going to not like about me. You think some, someone's just going to be rubbed wrong? Some people are just going to be rubbed wrong. But when you look at it, I mean, this is the truth about the most popular people in the world. Look at Obama. Half of the population absolutely loves him, and half the population hates him. Look at Donald Trump. Half the population absolutely loves him. Half the population absolutely hates him. I'm happy to be have half of the population love me, as <laughs> sure. long as it's 51% right. that loves me. Right, just the slight majority is what right. you need. Um, final question. It's a simple one. Why should people pick you to win? Why should you be the guy that everybody throws their support behind? Why should they join the 51%? I am never going to stop working. I am never going to stop fighting to win Survivor. I am going to play the best game out there, whether it's allowing people to feel secure on my tribe because I'm a doctor, or whether it's faking illness or, like, or homesickness to get out, or whether it's faking a fight out there with another tribe mate so people are distracted. There will be plays out there that I hope no one has ever seen before and no one can imagine in playing survivor okay there's dr right. mike are you part of the 51 percent, rob yes. are you signing on for dr zahal yes i'm signing on that uh, i am going to go see my primary so i can get a referral <laughs> dr mike okay uh, right. he, just listening to him that I don't know if you've ever uh, listened to Seth Godin. It sounds like that Dr. Mike could be a voice double for Seth Godin. Tell me more. I don't know what this is. Uh, he is a you know fantastic marketing expert that's done probably 15 you know great books about 
online community and all sorts of uh, great stuff. And anybody who is in this space uh, should check that stuff out. But uh, no, Dr. Mike is going to be fun. I mean, uh, let's see if he can get his feet under him. I mean, that the downside for him is certainly uh, David Sampson. I mean, that that's sort of like the, the downside. Looks the part. Looks right. the part. And I think that's sort of like on the upside, you know, people in first one out were saying, okay, he could be like uh, David Wright. So he is another one of these players that has a, a really high variance. Yeah, that's sort of what you were saying about Ryan. Yeah. So you think that they're kind of in a similar boat. I mean, it's the same thing with this type of player that it's the guy who really knows the game. He could flame out or that he could get his feet underneath him and be able to really con- dictate how the action goes. I mean, that's always a fun season when we have a character like that. It's just there's no guarantee that if he goes to, you know, the first couple of votes that he's going to be able to survive that what's your gut telling you in that regard do you like mike's chances with this cast it is such a highly physical cast does that trouble you in terms of your support for mike do you think that that might be something he's really going to have to overcome or do you think that he is one of those players who is shrewd enough to to overcome a situation like that well I have listened to your first one out with the entire healers tribe. So I'm able to sort of piece together what's going to be going on uh, with the action in that group. And I really feel like a lot of it depends on his relationship with the new uh, Tony, uh, which is Joe. And I feel like that if people are not loving Joe, I feel like that he could turn into an easy target potentially for the group if people aren't trusting him uh if dr mike is able to sort of like uh fit in and assimilate better with the rest of the group and joe is coming off and giving those sort of tony vibes that he could be the person who goes but if that's not the case if say joe and cole end up bonding like i could see some of the focus turning to mike because i feel like that the women in this group uh desi jessica and then Rourke, I feel like uh, they all seem like that they're pretty even keeled. And I feel like for me, I think that the focus of that first tribal council they go to is going to be either Joe or Mike, unless somebody is just a uh, on the women's side ends up like uh, really like blowing the challenge. All right. So this is the fun part. You are doing your player rankings live as we go here, trying to find your own winner pick. So it's time to slot in Dr. Mike and Chrissy. Where are they going to go? Okay. So just to reset that, I have Cole at number one, which I actually feel uh, pretty good about after listening to him on uh, first one out. Cole is one. I have Ryan at two. Three was Devin. Four was JP. Five was Lauren. Six was Simone, seven was Patrick, and eight was Katrina. I feel like that Patrick ended up being uh, pretty low in my rankings uh, as I'm looking at it today. But uh, sorry about that, Patrick. All right. So uh, first, uh, let's slot in Chrissy. Uh, She didn't say anything that made me really worried about her, but didn't say anything that really won me over today. So I will slot her in at the new number four in between Devin and JP. 
I will put her at number four in my winner power rankings right now, slotting everybody down one. And then if I had to say, does Dr. Mike have a better or worse chance? I I will put him in between JP and Lauren. I feel like if I had to put a bet on him, I feel like slightly uh, worse than JP, who's sort of just a neutral figure. I really have no opinion on him. And then one slot higher than Lauren. So I will put him at the new number six in my rankings. JP holding steady. Keep it keep it tight, JP. Keep it tight. Yes. JP, to me, doesn't have a lot of upside, but he just also does not have a lot of downside. It'd be harder for me to imagine him just totally flaming out. Whereas, you just have him kind of as like the, he's like the boundary. He's yes, the border right he's now. He's like, you. for me, he is, he, the is, wall. <laughs> he is just replacement level Good. survivor guy. Wow. Okay. And so, you know, Dr. Mike, certainly a higher upside, but also there's downside risk involved there as well in this ranking. So I have Cole, one, Ryan, two, three is Devin, four is Chrissy, five is JP, six is Mike, seven is Lauren, eight is Simone, nine is Patrick, and 10 is Katrina. And that's where we stand. We're more than halfway home, baby. Oh my God. All right. So we're, we're on the other side of the fence or on the other side of the JP, as it were. Uh, and we've got a few more to discuss coming up pretty soon here. We've got two more on, on deck here, Rob. Who's next? We are going to talk about one of Mike's fellow healers first in our next podcast. That's going to be Desi Williams, uh, followed by Ashley Nolan, the lifeguard of the Heroes Tribe. So we'll be talking about Desi and Ashley next. Okay. That's coming up next, so uh, be sure to watch out for that. Make sure you subscribe to Rob Has a Podcast. We've got so much coming up here in the second half of the month between all of these other interviews that Josh and I have coming your way to still three more episodes, the first one out, including Josh's conversation with the first person booted out of the game. We've got the Big Brother 19 finale. I'm going to be going to the Big Brother backyard once again this year getting interviews plus uh taryn will be anchoring our big brother 19 finale coverage as well so a million things going on right now subscribe to the podcast to not miss any of it rob has a website.com slash itunes and of course uh, if that's still not enough josh wiggler and i have talked about the first 30 seasons of survivor in the epic Evolution of Strategy available, where the first chapter, include, which talks about Sonia Christopher, star, a first one out. Star, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, Secret weapon, I would say. Secret weapon for sure. That's all available at evolutionofstrategy.com. Maybe after Dr. Mike watches Survivor Borneo on CBS.com, he will listen for free to the first chapter of Evolution of Strategy at evolutionofstrategy.com. That sounds like a good plan. Listen up, Dr. Mike. Check out everything that Josh is doing for Survivor and much more at THR. THR THR.com for all the Survivor stuff. Have a good one, everybody. Talk to you soon. Bye.